Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. Today, we talk about raising confident teens with Rachel Murphy. This is Humanity Chats. to meet you. Yes, yes, yes. It is good to meet you. Welcome to Humanity Chats. Um, viewers, listeners, this is Margie Marge, your hostess with the mostest. You know, I come to you on Thursdays to talk about everyday issues that impact humans. And we have Rachel Murphy with us today. Um, Rachel, we're going to ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. And also, don't forget to share a fun fact with us. Okay. Uh, my name is Rachel Murphy. And you know, we started out at, like most parents, you know, you want to do the best that you can and want to help other people do the best they can. So um, we started out and realizing that a lot of kids just did not have a lot of skills that maybe in generations past they were taught through the community and through the family. And so we just endeavored as a family, let's just start teaching people some skills that can help them become better, you know, at a young age, you can learn things that maybe people don't think you can. Um, so let's start teaching them at a younger and younger age. And so we started doing that. We and and we had videos and stuff. And my husband said, "Let's just start a podcast." So we started a podcast with our teens, and we just bring in people to teach us life and leadership skills. And we share things we're struggling with, and and find ways that we can uh, improve on it. Like, hey, I'm having trouble goal setting. Let's do an episode on goal setting. And just taking what we're struggling with in our life to help other people. And a fun fact about me and my family is we built a log home. Uh, we had no construction experience. We went to a two-day class in Seattle and we flew home and we spent three and a half years building a log home out in the woods with our four, then four children. Wow. So yeah. So is the log home still standing? Yeah, it is, actually. It actually, it, it was really awesome because as a parent, a lot of times, you know, you do stuff like you're you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing the laundry, and you're always like, man, I just did that, and I got to do it again. And that's something you can do and you say, hey, I do not, <laughs> I built you a house once. I don't have to do that again tomorrow. Um, it was a great experience. It taught us a lot about ourselves and about failure and about resilience and about mindset. And like, if you, if you, if you come up against a problem, you've got to figure it out because nobody is going to buy this half built house. So you better figure it out. So we learned a lot about, you can do more than you think you can. Um, you can solve problems. And our kids watched us work through that. And I think that that made them more resilient people. And, and we're a little weird now. Like everybody thinks we're crazy, but, but it's the, 
we had gone through some really, really hard times before that. Um, we had gone through a business failure, lots and lots of layoffs. Um, we had been in a huge amount of debt. We had been in $50,000 worth of debt, which we dug out of um, on a $30,000 a year income. And we had felt like failures as people. And so just going through that whole process, it just made us realize, oh, we can do stuff. We can do things. We can do more than we think we can. And we're not defined by our past. Wow, that is wonderful. So good to hear. Um, and congratulations to your family for being able to stick it out there. And we didn't kill each other. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm going to have to go back to my family and tell them that we would have to graduate from just learning to cook together because people do build homes together. Teamwork, way to go. Now, Rachel, we're here to talk about raising confident teens. And now we know that uh, it's so important for that these days. Um, there is social media. There are kids that are looking on there, looking at other kids, having fun, their fancy lives. And there's a lack of self-esteem. Um, there's isolation. There's so many things going on. And so yeah. raising confident teens, tell us what that is, what that entails. And um, hopefully as we get to talk further about it, you'll be able to give us some bullet points on what parents can do to help raise um, uh, their teens. Right. You know, we came across the name by, not by accident, but it is so hard to find a name these days. It's not already taken. You know, you got to find the website and all of that. And I knew that there was something about teaching kids skills and how to do things that connected to confidence. And I didn't, I didn't know quite why that was, but I knew there was a connection. And so I, we, we named it Raising Confident Teens. And then probably about six months later, I was listening to uh, Brendan Burchard, who is a high performance coach. And he was talking about this concept that's actually a real concept called the confidence competence loop. And he said, if you give someone competence in something, you teach them how to do a skill, uh, you teach them how to cook, you teach them how to drive, they become more confident. And then they're because they're more confident, they're more willing to go out and try something else. And so they gain more competence because they learn another skill. And that competence just builds more confidence and it just builds on each other. And so the more confidence, the more competence you can give your team, the more confident they're going to be. And so we just try to teach kids skills like, hey, let's let's go in and try. Let's let's teach you how to change the AC filter on your house. You know, nobody teaches anybody how to do that, but you really need to know that. Um, do you know how to check the smoke detector? You know, we just, we do little things and just kind of build on, we're actually running a challenge this summer for the whole summer. We, we release one skill a week. It's a free challenge and they can um, earn a Amazon gift card. If they take a picture of themselves and post it on social media, tagging us, um, we'll do a drawing at the end of the uh, summer for a gift card for people that have done that. And it just, you know, they're at the age where they don't want to learn these kind of things. But we know if looking back, man, I wish somebody had taught me all that stuff. Right. So one way that we have found people kept telling us over and over, I wish I wish someone had taught me about money. That was the number one thing parents were telling us. You know, I got into so much trouble because no one taught me about money and it's like a taboo topic. And it had been a taboo topic for us um, because of what we had been through. 
we never told our story about all of the debt we dug out of. And um, we, we kept it quiet for more than 20 years. We didn't even tell our parents all that we had, how, how bad it was for us. Like they, they just thought we liked to clip coupons and, you know, cloth diaper and all that. They, they're like, Oh, we had no idea. So um, a couple of years ago on the podcast, we finally told our story, me and my husband, and it was so freeing just to share uh, our, well, I don't know why we waited so long. It was like, we were so embarrassed and I don't even know why, but we had so many people come up to us afterward and say, man, that, that made a huge difference for me. You just sharing your story. It made me feel like there's hope for me. And like, if you guys did that, you know, I can do, I can dig out of my hole that I'm in. And so we're like, okay, we can talk to people about money because of what we have been through. And we determined years ago that our kids were not going to make the same mistakes that we did if we could help it. So we started teaching people how we taught our teens. And that turned into a challenge, which turned into a book, uh, which we recently released last year. And let me just tell you the basics. I mean, you don't have to get the book if you don't want to. I'll tell you basically how to do it. If you want more details, you can get the book. But what we do is we teach teens starting at 10, 11 years old, preteens, we start turning over parts of the budget to them that are related to them. So you spend so much money on your kids. You don't even realize how much you're spending on it. And it's like, whoosh, you know, it comes <laughs> comes out every month. And it's a little bit here and there, right? You feel like they're constantly asking you for money. So we named the book, I Am Not Your ATM, because I think a lot of parents feel like they're their kid's ATM. Um so, so when they're 10, 11, we just start, start little, like maybe you, maybe your family goes out for ices at the grocery, at the gas station once a week, or you go out for ice cream once a week, instead of every time mom and dad pulling out the wallet, how about at the beginning of the month, you say, here's your ice cream money for the month. You're in charge of it. You need to handle it. And what happens if they mess that up? They miss an ice cream cone, right? Or you could do school lunches. What happens if they, if they blow that money on something else, they pack a lunch. It's not like they didn't learn the lesson and they get out and uh, on their own, they're uh, 18, 19 years old and they get into $5,000 credit card debt right away. Cause they never learned the value of the money. Right. So we incrementally teach them every year, they get more responsibility and a higher salary. So they get, you know, eventually they'll end up with school supplies, clothes, haircuts, toiletries, makeup, birthday gifts for friends, um, Christmas gifts for the teachers. Uh, if they play sports, you know, they're always going out for away games and they're having to have buy food, you know, having to have restaurant food money. Um, or maybe your family goes out every week at a, to a restaurant. That could be a category, right? So you don't you don't load that all on them at once, but gradually you just give them a little bit, see how they do. Maybe next year you add a few more categories. And that builds in so many lessons that they don't get. You know, everybody wants uh, the schools to put financial literacy into the classroom. Well, that I think that's a great starting point. But a little half credit is not going to teach them the things they know because if you teach them how to do a budget one time in ninth grade, when they get out on their own, they're not going to remember what you told them because they're like us. I don't remember what you told me to do last week. You know, you show me how to do something and I'm not going to remember unless I do it over and over and over. Right. So they learn they they learn because it's interactive. 
and it's repetitive and it's something they're interested in, right? So the lessons are going to stick and it's relevant to their life today. So, so they learn, you know, they learn real quick. They go out to eat for a restaurant. They learn real quick. Oh, I think I'm going to have water. Like where they never would have asked for water if mom and dad are paying, right? They want, they want to see like, Oh, maybe if I save it here, then I could have more to spend on clothes or something like that. So um, the power is in, they're getting to practice over and over and over again. They're learning all the little lessons that we don't think to teach them like sinking funds. Oh, you know, maybe, you know, some girls haircuts, they're not every month, but when they get them, they're more expensive. So I need to set aside a little bit of money every month. Kind of like we have uh, as adults insurance payments. Sometimes those come out once every six months and it's a shocker. Well, we should set aside a little bit every month and they can learn it that way with something small like haircuts or, they learn how to reconcile. They learn how to budget. They learn, oh, maybe I need, you know, a little cushion. They learn so many lessons that they, they learn. And it's in a way that's interesting to them. It's not a lecture. Because if you just lecture your kid and tell them you should save money, um, don't get into debt, that they don't know. Th- that's like Charlie Brown's teacher talking. Wow, 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 Quit telling me this. You know, it's not relevant. But this puts them in control, which every teenager loves. Teenagers love to be in control. Puts them in the driver's seat and lets them get the practice with the money. So you put them in control earlier on in their life. And um, they feel like they're in charge. And that way they become more confident. Right. Yeah. And you can do that with other things, too. You know, like, hey, let's, how about you, I'm going to teach you how to cook. How about you cook one meal a week, you know, or... Or, hey, I'm going to teach you how to um, check the tire pressure on the tires, right? There's so many little things that we can teach them. And and sometimes we are in too big a hurry to do it. But if you can teach them now, it would save you in the long run because then they can help you do more stuff around the house. Well, my next question is, yes, you can instill all these principles in them and have them practice and uh, and through that become confident. But what happens when kids have, um, for example, with socioeconomic status, they already feel that, oh, this person has this, I don't. And so sometimes they're a little bit shy or they can't approach their peers. How do you handle that? How, how do they become confident teens um, when, when they're experiencing that? When they phrase that one, phrase that again for me. Say that again one more time. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about socioeconomic status. Right. They don't feel as important. Of, right? They don't feel as important. Yeah. You may be with right. a bunch of friends and everybody has Adidas, but you don't. Or Right. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The beauty of the way we do the budget is, you know, I'm not telling you how much to spend on your budget. You, It's personal, right? Like some people have a thrift store budget. Some people have, you know, a higher end budget. Some people are in the middle. It's, it's personal finance and that's the way we have to do it. And, and they got have to learn that it's not, you are not what you own, right? It's a lot of mindset, you know, put, put a lot of, if I had to do it over again and could go back to my younger self, I would continually be filling my mind with podcasts like yours and letting myself hear people tell me, you know, rearrange the way I think. Cause, cause 
especially middle school. My word, they think they think that, you know, everyone's better than me. <laughs> Everyone thinks that. So I'm like wondering who is the person that's better? Because <laughs> all the kids you talk to, they're like, I'm, I just don't fit in. You know, <laughs> um, I think a lot of that is and their brains are not fully developed. I have to always tell myself this. I know your brain's not developed. Um, sometimes I say it out loud and sometimes I say it in my head. Um, so they're not going to make the best decisions and they're going to be, you know, wanting to fit in and, you know, you can teach them, you can teach them, you know, every, someone is always going to have more than you. Right. And the thing that the thing, the amazing thing there is, is that no matter how much people make, they all seem to have this problem. I don't make enough money. Like, how is that even possible if they're all making different amounts, right? So this might be a good lesson to share with them. You know, people all have different amount of kids. They live in different parts of the country. They have different jobs. Their houses are different sizes, but they all say they don't have enough money. Why is that? It's because people don't learn to live on what they have, right? There is a ceiling that, I mean, a floor you have to be above. You have to be making a certain amount, right? not everybody can cut back. Right. But once you get out there and you're, you're making a decent amount of money, you have to learn, you have to learn to tell yourself no, because you're never going to be able to measure up to what everybody else has. You cannot compare yourself to what everybody else has. You just have to become content with what you have. And that's kind of a lesson. They're just going to have to learn by living. (laughs) Unfortunately. um, (laughs) I I know when I was, uh, when I was a college student, I remember I had all these plans of things that I was going to do once I started earning money. And I look back and I'm thinking, okay, I used to be in a little bitty apartment with my roommate and I was still able to have parties in my small space and we enjoyed life. Yeah, I was living off barely anything and I'm older now and um, I'm supposed to have more money. But um, there are times that I complain. And so I really do. I I really do get where you're coming from. Now, my next question for you, Rachel, is uh, some people are naturally shy. How do they overcome that to be confident? You can be shy and be confident. Right. Confidence is kind of the feeling that I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. You're not going to tell me you know, that I can't do something if I believe I can do it. You you have to believe in yourself, but you can actually, I'm pretty shy. I've, I've, I've actually gotten a lot better in recent years, but I was so shy in kindergarten. I cried every day. Like <laughs> the teacher told my mom, I'd be sitting on my desk crying back there. Cause I just was so scared of people and being out. And some of that comes with experience and the more you put yourself out there, you know, you, you have to realize people, most people are good people and they're not going to bite you or bite your head off. Right. Um, most people want you to succeed. And I think if you struggle with shyness, just try to do a little bit, a little bit something every day to stretch yourself. Right. Like, Hey, maybe I'll just walk up to one person and say hi and then turn around and leave. And then maybe I'll walk up and say a question or make a comment to them, right? Just, you don't have to get, I think the problem is people think that they have to improve. They see where they are and they see where they want to be or feel they need to be. And you don't have to, all you have to do is become a tiny bit better every time. 
right? And if you become a tiny bit better every time, just 1%, just give 1% more, then in a year, you'll see so much more improvement. Wow. Well, thank you, Rachel. I can't believe our time is almost up. Viewers, listeners, you heard Rachel Murphy. Um, We could keep working at it one day at a time, one task at a time. If you know a teen who's not listening to Humanity Chats, please forward this episode to that teen um, so that they can build their self-confidence. Now, Rachel, I have two more questions for you. It's in two parts. The first part is if you had to give teens advice, um, you know, give them five tips on how to be more confident. Um, what would you tell them? And the second part is, where do our viewers and listeners learn more about you? Social media handles, um, website, and all the good stuff. Okay. Five things I would tell a teen. Put me on the spot here. Okay. I would say, don't fear failure. Failure is the greatest teacher. And so many teens are just afraid of failing that they don't even start, you know, don't fear failure. Um, don't be afraid of looking foolish because we all start as a, as a beginner. Everyone starts as a beginner and don't expect, you know, I'm going to take up this new, you know, music lesson or sport and I'm going to be a superstar. Nobody starts there, right? Even if they're gifted, they don't start out great, right? You, you hear the stories of all the great basketball players that just practiced and practiced and practiced. And practiced. Even if they were naturally good, they still practiced. Um, your parents are not as dumb as you think they are. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of wisdom there. And I, I know that a lot of kids are listening even when they, their parents don't think they are. So don't be afraid to tell your kids lessons. Don't, you know, try to try to make the lessons more and not lectures, more like interactive and, hey, what do you think about this? And realize that the eye rolling or the, you know, the comments. I think some of that is they, they know you're right, but but they have to uphold the image of teenagers. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. Um, don't don't let people tell you because just because you're young that you can't do things. There's so much you can do as a young person. You can start businesses. You can um, make a difference. You can volunteer in a big way. There's so many teen- teenagers out there that are doing great stuff. And my last tip would be invest in yourself. Um, you know, so many people spend, think about this, you get out on your own. A lot of people, oh, I have to have the cable bill, the Netflix bill, the, the whatever it is, entertainment bill. Okay, I'll let you have that, but I, but be willing to just invest as much or more in yourself. You know, buy books, um, take a class, do something that that will improve you. That something you're interested in that'll improve you and give you more skills to make you more valuable in the marketplace. And where to find me? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rachel Murphy Coaching. I've also set up a special page just for. Uh, listeners of this show, if you go to rachelmurphycoaching.com slash humanity speaks, you can find, um, I'll humanity have chats, humanity chats. I'm sorry, humanity chats. I knew that's what it was called. Um, you can find uh, a link to our podcast, a link to my book. I'll have uh, my top three finance books for teens that I recommend. 
And also, if you're like, huh, I really I'm interested in how she's taught, how she's teaching her kids about money, what would be the very first step? My first step would say, don't go to your kids and say, hey, I've learned a new way to do money. My first step would be there's a spending tracker on there that you can print out. And I just want you to start keeping a record of when I spent it, what I spent it on and how much it costs. So you can get an idea of where all the money's going for your kids. And then if you do decide to to turn over part of the budget to them, you know exactly how much it is that you're spending. So you know what would be an appropriate amount. Wow. That was a wealth of information from Rachel. Um, Viewers, listeners, I hope you did take some notes. And if you did not, you better rewind and go (laughs) listen again um, because we did get some nuggets. What I love about Humanity Chats is we bring you ordinary people from all walks of life. This is not somebody who's not living a life that um, you can't imagine. Um, This is a person that you would you would run into in the streets. We try to do that because we want you to know that there are people like you out there. There are people living your life, no matter where you are, no matter your race, no matter your religious beliefs, there is somebody out there like you. And so together we can go far as humanity. Thank you so much to everybody who tuned in today. We look forward to you tuning in again next week. We're here on Thursdays with you talking about everyday issues that impact humans. This has been Rachel Murphy and Margie Marge coming to your screens, to your radios, to your phones, wherever you listen to your podcast. And you know what? If you are not subscribed, now is the time to hit that subscribe button. If you have not given us a review, what are you waiting for? If you love this, Give us that five-star review. And if you don't like what we're doing, tell us. Tell us what you'd like to see us do. Um, Thank you. We appreciate you. This has been Humanity Chats, and we will see you next week. So from Rachel and myself, we say good night. Bye. listening. Share with a friend. We are humans from all around the world. One kind only, and that is humankind. Your friend, Margie Marge.